0: Keyshawn J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Keyshawn J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're now on ESPNU. You can see us on ESPN, too. We are on the app. Uh, uh, Click on the app. It's probably already on your phone. If not, it takes five seconds to download. Click on the app. Lower right-hand corner. You see the little thing that says more. Scroll down. Listen live we're right there for you. you don't have to be in your car you don't have to be near a radio we're presented by progressive insurance guys that was uh it was it was actually for a sloppy kind of thursday game it was a good game but of course the big story out of thursday night football the bengals beating the miami dolphins was the injury suffered by tua tagavailoa who was tackled Back of his head bounced off the turf, and his hands had an immediate reaction that I've seen in boxing, although not with the, obviously the fingers because the gloves are on, but they like stiffened up in a weird position. Clear—that's what you see from a knocked-out fighter, right? Just like the week before, he kind of stumbled after he got up. They said it was his back, but clearly there was something neurological. If you if you have a brain and live on Earth and have observed the world, and 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 then again, yet last night. Uh, a really kind of – it's a disturbing thing, especially if you don't follow combat sports or the NFL, right, the way his hands froze up. Uh, he was taken to a local hospital with head and neck injuries, suffered on – on it was a sack in the second quarter. Um, he hit – so so I mentioned he hit the back of his – he was sacked by um, Josh Tupo, uh, Tupuo, and his arms appeared to seize up, as I mentioned. So the Dolphins – he was on the field for about ten minutes before he was loaded onto a stretcher and taken away. The Dolphins said shortly before halftime he was conscious, had movement in all his extremities at the hospital, the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. After the game, they said Tua was expected to be released from the hospital Thursday night and travel back with the team uh, to Miami. So, Key J, I know that's a that's a weird, long, good morning, right? Not such a good morning for for two and the Dolphins, but it is good that he's all right.
2: Yeah, good morning, man. It, it's always good that somebody's all right, to be able to see mm-hmm. that he's able to leave with the team and, you know, join his teammates and, and things of that nature and I'm sure further evaluations once they landed in Florida to figure out exactly, you know, where things stand. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned a week ago in in the situation – where he was you know knocked to the ground against the Bills got up woozy went into the locker room came back out um it was really 4 days 4 days before the game yeah right, continued yeah. to play you know having been and I said it a week ago having been hit in the head playing football in in, in a violent sport with a violent hit sometimes you can beat the system at the, at the initial outcome, meaning the test, you could figure out how to. Your body comes back initially. They're not testing you right on the ground. You get an opportunity to gather yourself, and you know it's just like boxing. They walk you to the corner and, and let things settle down. By the time he got from the field to the locker room, he was probably fine. There's not not to say that his back wasn't hurting from the same hit because when you slam down. You know, everything hits, not just your head. So
1: you could point to the back instead of so the head. So you could
2: point to the back instead of the head. Whether that was the team that did that or whether it was tour or a combination of both. The NFL PA is going to be in their ass. Okay? The lawyers <laughs> of the you got to protect the player from himself. Because oh at that level, they're gamers. They're yeah. Ch- yeah. They're champs. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and look, he was able to come back and play. He didn't practice throughout the course of the week at the level that he needed to, that I would have said he needed to. To be the starter
1: last night in the game, but the Miami Dolphins felt like everything was fine. Jay, he clearly it was. I, I said a week; he's right. It's a short week, so they play on. You know, they play again on Thursday. Four days. It, he clearly got his bell rung. You've been a fight fan and, and a football fan, and a I've also and been a, a guy who's been knocked out twice in the by Shaquille, by Shaquille O'Neal, O'Neal. One of those times. So, and it, clearly there was something wrong from last week, and then a, another head injury this week. So let's call it what it is the NFL protocol. Or concussions
3: failed to it. That's where it is. This, this is an NFL issue. <laughs> this is Andrew Whitworth talked about this last night post game, the Hall of Famer uh, linebacker, right? He talked about a game versus the Eagles in which he got his bell rung and he manipulated the system. He was open and transparent about it last night post game and said if it wasn't for one of his teammates pulling him out, He would have put his entire health at risk, but he gained the system. So my thing is, I hate when people tell me, oh, what I I saw? No, you didn't see that. You saw something else. And that's essentially what Tua told us. That's what the Dolphins told us. And that's what the NFL told us. But my thing is, when you see somebody that gets hit like that, when you wobble with the knee, and it's hard to kind of get your equilibrium down, that, that is a protocol. That, that is concussion. You should at least be out for that game. You should not be allowed to return to that game. And the next game should be in question, Max. So I put this
1: on the league. Yep. Medical science is not an exact – it's not like astronomy right to the 10th decimal place. It is an inexact science. Mike McDaniel, Miami head coach, was at the press conference, talked about what went into the decision to play Tua. To because as you said, Jay, we all have eyes. We could see what happened, uh, uh, you know, last week.
0: Uh, I mean what goes into every um, every one of those decisions um, that you know it's it starts with your medical staff but then there's independent um, there's independent uh, specialists that look into it too there's a there's an entire protocol and then you're you're talking to the player as well so um, probably I don't know um, five or six different, layers of uh, of a process and decision-making
1: like you do with all players. Well, uh, that's, that's the coach. Key, you said the NFLPA is going to have an issue here. Here's the statement from last night. Quote, player health and safety is at the core of the union's mission. Our concern tonight is for Tua, and we hope for a full and speedy recovery. Our investigation into the potential protocol violation is ongoing. I mean, Jay... I think brings up a, a good, like, like it leads to a good point, which is, Jay, and key, because medical science is inexact and you could always figure out a way to get around a test or something, right? especially, by the way, in a full contact sport where you're going to have to, you got to use some common sense. If I know sitting on my couch looking, oop, that dude's bell is rung when his legs go, I know something neurological is going on. I know, it's like when KD heard his, oh, no, it's his calf. Guys, nice, that's an Achilles, or it's about to be, right? Sometimes common sense has got to take over. I think in these situations.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, I would, I would have said he was concussed as well. If I, from afar, watching it on television, but when in common sense wise, when you go into the locker room, they give you all these tests. Like There's doctors and tests, and this and light here, light there, and motor skills here. And again, he failed the walking test when he
1: got up. He was walking, and then all of a sudden, he went ragdoll. At that point, it was but, but, a wrap. But it also, it was a wrap.
3: When, when you hurt, <laughs> we, we've hurt our backs before. I've hurt my back before. What's the first thing you grab when you hurt your back? <laughs> your <You're> back. Your back. <laughs> you're ba- oh oh.
1: Ugh. Like Your knee doesn't buckle because your back. Jay, you've been boxing since you were a little kid, man. Yeah. If you're in the gym, and a dude gets hit... And he thinks he's okay. Sometimes there's a delayed reaction. Then his legs go. He can still steady himself, You're stay on his feet. Man. But who doesn't know what that is? Everyone knows what that is. Yeah, but I, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know all the,
2: the, the fine details, but I guess at some point when the player passes all the tests at that point in time, you clear him, he goes back out there. He,
1: you get to play him if you choose, right? Player, health and safety. We're going to continue to discuss this throughout the day. More Keyshawn J. Will and Max next. To a sustained neck and
4: head injuries after being sacked. He remained down for nearly 10 minutes before being stabilized, removed via a
2: stretcher. I've seen a lot in my 12-year career. It shakes you up a little bit.
0: Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you
4: are.
3: So last night you had the Bengals versus the Dolphins. Game was in Cincinnati. I get it. It was the whiteout. I think those uniforms are actually pretty sick, by the way. But what Joe Burrow wore into the pregame, the, the walk, the,
1: the Russell Westbrook
3: walk, I don't know what the hell that – did it have flowers on it?
1: Was it tulips? You know I love me some, I love me some Joe Burrow. He, look, he was looking a hot mess walking in. He could what have pulled
2: it off if he had solid pants, though. You know how he had the whole I, yeah, so solid pants? A, he could have rocked it. came in looking oh, so he's like the, with the
3: floral top with the solid yeah, pants. Yeah. yeah, okay, that, that might have. But the whole outfit was floral. He came in I, looking I, like I the Riddler.
2: No, yes, exactly. it has got his question marks all over the like. <laughs> He's cool, though. He wears mink coats. <laughs> he does. He has the Westbrook style.
1: Westbrook style down down the runway look. That's where you lose me, man, right uh, there.
2: You know, gold chains. And
1: gold chains, I'm Cartier good. Cartier
2: glasses. Oh, with yeah, diamonds all day. And all. I just, that. I can't. I've never. I've never seen it. Maybe the world is
3: changing. Sometimes fashion goes wrong. Sometimes fashion goes wrong. See, he it, didn't look he's like, swinging for
2: it. He didn't look like a quarterback last night. That's not. We didn't teach him to be that way, Max. No, he looked like a point guard. <laughs> he, was, he looks like yeah, but like he didn't kicker. even look. He didn't even look like. He just looked like. Somebody said, "If you wear this, we'll give you some money." <laughs> That's what he looked like. <laughs> because he didn't look. You're not as as a quarterback. Guys like Dan Marino. In, in Jim Kelly, in, in Randall Cunningham, in Warren Moon. Man, they rolling over right now. They, right. They, 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 what are you doing?
1: But you could have man, some swag. I can only but, imagine on, Peyton man.
2: probably pulled out his hair. Oh,
1: <laughs> but It's it, not the Peyton. way you're, 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 you're treating the position wrong. But it's the taste. Like when he wore a mick with the Cartier, it looked fresh, even if it wasn't exactly yeah, but your that's style. Still but what was this?
2: Out. You're <laughs> supposed to be like Tom Brady. Nice but he's not. Easy. He's what, not. It's the position. Yeah, but I know. But I mean, yeah,
3: you saw position, that last year. He was in Tom Brady wearing <laughs> mink coats but, and yeah. Pink that's pink the shades. problem.
2: That's, that's what it Started a year ago. They're calling Joey up.
3: Flowers now. That's he came name, in looking Joey like flowers. Cam
2: Newton. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> yeah. not what you're supposed. What no, are you doing? Right, right. That's not what we taught you early on at the position. <laughs> you're supposed to have a nice, gray suit on. With you're not key at the draft. You're not key. Right. You're not Odell. No. You are a quarterback. Right. He's the white Odell. No. There's a
3: quarterback Odell version. That doesn't Odell. work Mo- for us. You got to understand <laughs> that. doesn't work that. for us. No.
2: Uh-uh. Can't be the white Cam Newton. Cannot be. Just you play the position and you have to be a certain way, Jay. Again. Wham or, Newton. Nor, nor Cam. Nice, nice gray suit with a crispy white shirt in yeah. a solid tie. You're in. the
1: CEO of this team, That's damn it. Correct. That's correct. Right. like a pimp. But there's a way I, to I, do I, it. The and, mink is like,
2: fresh. I, that last night was about it. He could have had solid. Blue dark blue pants on, with a white shirt, and kept it moving.
1: Yeah, you want to have one flashy thing. Yeah, Do the style, it. not head to toe like like a bat, like a criminal. Look like you got dressed in the dark. From your radio
0: to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio, or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn T. Will and Max live weekday morning, starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two.
1: Hey, did you know you can join KJM? You can join the show on the Dr. Pepper hotline, the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're presented by Dr. Pepper. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. So deserve. during the second, we call extra content. Not every market gets it, but uh, is it on the podcast? Is our extra content on the podcast? Not sure. Uh, you're asking the your guy. It is. Right. I was just told it is. So you can, if you want to hear what, if you don't, it's not in your market, you want to hear what we were talking about, you can always download the podcast. But we were talking about Joe Burrow's outfit. No, we're talking. No, his name is Joey Flowers. Joey Flowers. Yeah. Is that what
3: they're doing?
2: That's F- what they're calling him. You right? know
1: what I call him Joe Thorough. Yeah. Joe yeah. Thorough. Yeah. I yeah, wish came that came was his that. nickname. That was a good nickname. It was. Right. But anyway, I, like, I don't care if you, Got some swag if you want to be fly, right? Like he was doing that with the mink and the chains. I I like all that and the Cartier, but it's just an issue of taste. Dude, you you, you didn't pull that off, man. That looked bad. The flower outfit looking like the Riddler, you know, coming into the to the game with everything matching top to bottom. It was a swing
3: and a miss, fashion wise. It was. I mean, but he it's okay. he, for, he for sure struck
2: out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But but again, Jay, he's a quarterback. Everything needs to be clean. Mm. Nice and solid, Tom Brady like, Peyton Manning
1: like, oh, Randall he's, he's, Cunningham, Cam Newton know. would still be not, in the, still be starting if he would have. You know why you say it's Tom
3: it's Brady, Peyton wrong, Manning, it's, 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 and Joe Burrow in the same sentence style? You, while you keep no. see he's nowhere close to you, them though. But you that's missing, why we rock with them though. Key. But you missing
2: my point? Joe Burrow's though, that Jay, dude. My point is there's a quarterback club. There you go. Mac Jones would
3: have never tried that. No, of course not. You seen the way Mac Jones walks? It's got to be
1: It's not here. a matter
3: of his walk. Well, you got to be able to walk, Swaggy, if you're going to wear something, Swaggy. No, he... you
1: can't. He, he missed on that one, man. Jo- Joe Burrow is just, here's the, here's the reason he could do and that. And he's though. his own guy.
2: That's do it, the thing. And yeah. do it your way, I get all that. But I'm just telling you, the, the quarterbacks,
1: they're rolling over. I mean, they're not dead, but they're rolling <laughs> over, right? You know, what, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm looking always for a guy, and this is not a, this is hey, not. like, this is not about race, right? But the, the way I'm using this term, you got to be comfortable in your own skin if you want to lead a group of guys, right? Yeah. So some guys, you could tell it's just they come off as fake, and other guys come off as authentic, whatever their person. Like Andrew Luck, to me, always came off authentic. That's who the dude is. So no, I get it. Patrick Mahomes, authentic. Yeah. Joe Burrow, to me, is not trying anything. That's who he is. And, by the way, last that's, night he was like, they're uh, white you?
3: out. You know what I mean? Like, their new white yeah. uniforms, what they were doing. He was tying it yeah, all that,
1: together. Uh, it. it was 100% that suit's authentic. You got to be <laughs> confident to be yourself. Here is Joe Burrow. You can hear it, the confidence and the way he talks about the team, even when they haven't looked good. The question is, does the team have the same DNA, the Cincinnati Bengals defending AFC champs, who got off to a slow start, could have been 0-3, could have also been 3-0. and does the team have the same DNA as last year's team?
4: Yeah, I mean, we're just, you know, we're on offense, we're, we're finding our stride. Defense has been great all year. You know, we're we're starting to click on all c- cylinders. We can keep getting better on offense. Uh, you know, there was a, a spell halfway through the game right there that you know, we didn't put any points on the board, but you know, I thought we responded well, scored points when we needed to. Defense is going to keep playing great. That's what they do. So...
3: Look, the O-line was good last night. They gave up one sack. I talked about last week versus the Jets. They gave up two sacks. That's good for Joe Burrow. He had time in the pocket, and he's great at escaping the pocket. Here's my concern I have about the Bengals. Joe Mixon. Now, I know on the first drive of the game, he got a TD. It's his first TD of the season, guys, of the season. We're talking about game four right now. You're talking about a guy last year that literally had 292 carries, for 1,205 yards, a career-high 13 touchdowns. So when you're not able to move the ball on the ground, Key, it makes that offense seem more one-dimensional, and it puts more pressure on Joe Burrow, like we've talked about multiple times, to try to create something. Until they get that run game down, 100%. I think you're going to see this offense
1: continue to sputter. Key, but, uh, last night the goal line plays, like, but to me that's a lot of pass blocking and play calling. Everyone knows what you're trying to do. They, they, it's a heavy like goal line defense, and you give the ball to Joe Burrow, and and on consecutive plays you try to run it right up the gut. Well, guess what? If you're not winning your pass blocking, I mean your run blocking, and 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 everyone knows what's coming, a little bit of imagination there, you score a touchdown. And Joe Mixon,
3: cool. twenty four carries, 61 to one yards.
1: Here, here's what I yeah, would they say: weren't They weren't moving it. You're right.
2: They win the game two and zero over the last two weeks. They beat a Miami defense that's solid and sound, plays a lot of man to man coverage. Um, You take what they give you in these situations. Will the running game eventually get much better? Probably so as time goes on. The first two weeks of the season, they struggled all the way around. Now you look at what they're able to do in the air with the three wide receivers that they have. That's what you do. You utilize Boyd and Higgins and those guys. uh, He found Boyd late in the game. So that's, that's what you do. Eventually, they'll try and slow that down. It'll open up the holes necessary for Joe Mixon. We're only in the fourth week of the season.
4: This and is what this is what I like this is what
2: I like to see with football teams. I like to see I'm seeing something. You're showing me something. You're showing me you got off to a slow start. You tried to make a late comeback in week two, I think it was, then all of a sudden you win against the Jets and you look you know, you look like you're supposed to. You did what you're supposed to do. You did what you're supposed to do into the Miami Dolphins. Now you move on to the next uh, uh game in the fifth game and let's see what that looks like. Then before you look up, you stacking them wins. You put them in your pocket. I have no issues with the way that they
3: played last night whatsoever. I mean, look, Von Bell on or safety got two interceptions. He had one major interception actually put them in, gave him a TD to win the game, right? So, it put the game out of reach. So, their defense won. But this is not the same high-octane offense that we saw last year thus yet. Like, look, can they form into a Super Bowl team? 1,000%. But it does seem like their offense is away. What's your far opinion, away. Jay?
1: When he says, when Joe Burrow says DNA, I hear what you're saying. I agree. When Joe Burrow says same DNA, because what you're bringing up, if Mixon gets going, like if, if all those field goals they were kicking, instead they were punching it in, that's a lopsided game, right? So do you think it's there? You think it's there? Not whether it's there. Are they going to get it going, yes or no, this year?
3: I think so. On the ground. I, I think on the ground. And eventually, eventually with the way Higgins and – Jamar Chase at play with the amount of attention they receive, it's going to have to open up for Joe Mixon. Look, went
2: went into this game yesterday on NFL Live talking about this matchup. And one of the first things that I mentioned is the wide receiving core against the Miami Dolphins DBs. Teams that have three receivers that are legit. You got two ones in Higgins and Chase. You got a two in Boyd who's essentially their three. Mm -hmm. Or essentially their two because you got two ones. The Miami Dolphins doesn't have three DBs. So you got to decide who goes where and who covers who. We know that going into the game from a game planning standpoint. If they double one, okay. Well, the other guys are singled up. If they single everybody, okay, great. If they play off coverage, we gonna throw it in front of them. If they come up on us, we are gonna go over the top. So it's all a little Is bit. Is Boyd the a- best three
1: in football? Is he oh the God. best three? Because in. if he is, then they got the best receiving core. A lot of guys have the top two. Or not, not a lot. Some teams have two, like A.J. Brown, Devontae. You have some great one-twos, but maybe they got the best because they got the best three. <sighs> we can answer that coming yeah, up. Yeah, you got yeah. my brain, man. I got the brain. Well, gotta Joe gotta Burrow and the brain. Bengals were in the zone just enough last night to beat the Dolphins. Get in the zone. is brought to you by AutoZone. Getting in the zone. AutoZone. We're going to get you set for four of the biggest games of the NFL weekend.
0: Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
5: Must be 21 plus and present in present select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: All right, here we go. Four downs is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you can save. First down, Chiefs at Buccaneers. All right, Chiefs and Bucks, guys. Who wins?
2: game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are limping into this. A little bit of distractions going on with them right now. When you look at this, the over-unders, 46 points uh, on this particular game. The Buccaneers have a 63% chance of winning the game. Although, when you look back at it, Tom Brady has gotten the best of the Kansas City Chiefs in his career, especially Patrick Mahomes. He's beaten them twice once in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs, and and then again in the AFC Championship game when he was with the Tampa Bay, when he was with the New England Patriots. So I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes to kind of try to unleash on this offense, on this defense. Mahomes gets as much him in the can. regular season. It's yeah, just, the, yeah, the regular season. I'm talking about when the games what, count. When the games count the most. But he has won in the regular season, Max. You look at the secondary against these receivers; they're not going to allow you to get over the top. That's okay. Dinking and dunking and getting yak yardage is a key.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm gonna go with the Bucks in this game. This game is a pick'em essentially. It's even, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of emotion coming off everything that's happened in Florida over the last couple of days. Shout out to Florida. Hope everybody's doing okay. I know it's been devastating what's been happening down there with Hurricane Ian. But I, I think it's going to be one of those emotional games for the Bucks, And getting Mike Evans, I think, back for Tom Brady is going to be a big pickup. I mean, let's not forget about Green Bay not having pretty much any offensive weapons. Tom Brady still had them in a position, even with the delay of game, so which happened twice, by the way, down the stretch, still had, had them in position to win that
1: game. With so, no Mike Evans.
3: That's what I'm saying. I, I know it's a high-octane offense for Kansas City, which still hasn't found its stride all the way yet. But I like the Bucks
1: in this match. Man, I ought to pick the Bucks because early in the season, Kansas City tends to struggle, right? But I'm not Patrick going against Ma- Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Week in, week out, I'm going to take them. Like, no, you show Patrick me, show Mahomes me and Eric Bienemy. Oh, and Eric Bienemy. There you oh, go. You did Andy it again. At, you he's did it again. No, he wasn't mad at, at Andy Reid. He was mad at Eric Bienemy, So who's calling the plays, right? If, if he's not yelling at, at Andy Reid, why is he yelling at Bienemy Because he doesn't like... The enemy's play call. I still like the Chiefs to win. I'm always going to ride with Mahomes.
3: And James, still, you can't be mad at me just because I picked the Bucks. It doesn't mean I don't like Kansas City. Is James, well, like just I'm because mad, I picked I the Bucks mad. one game, it means you're I'm mad at me. Mad. You have to get in my ear, and you don't let the public hear what you're saying to me. Why? Just, man, stop picking against the Chiefs. You
1: act like your team never does anything for you. You're a Chiefs fan. Just be happy. It's like a New Yorker, can't. but in I Kansas City. I can't be City. happy. Yeah. angry for no he reason. He's is, is like a New Yorker in Kansas City. Yes. Right. All right, what's the
0: next? Second down, Bills at Ravens.
1: All right, guys, Bills at Ravens. Ooh. Buffalo is, of course, they're going to be favored in all their games, right? They're favored here um, at on the road. Who wins, Key? Well,
2: the money, line, the money line says Buffalo minus 165 and Baltimore plus 140. The over-under is 51. The Ravens have a 54% chance to win. This is the third meeting between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Remember, both of these guys were selected in the 2018 draft. One guy went seventh overall. The other guy almost slipped to the second round, and he went 32nd, which is Lamar Jackson. It, this, this is an interesting situation because we talk about the offensive explosion that the Buffalo Bills have, but – don't sleep on that explosion from the Ravens. Don't do that. Don't and, and with the secondary being banged up in Buffalo, I'm taking the Ravens. Why wouldn't
1: I? Yeah, by the way, Lamar almost had to go play in the CFL. What do you think is lucky to get, CFL get in, Arena the, in, the, in the first round? <laughs> Switch to receivers. what happened to Warren Moon. Uh, go ahead, Jay.
3: Yeah, I, I, I know that secondary's banged up. I know Lamar is playing at a very, very high level. But I also know that I feel like the Bills are coming off a game against Miami where they gave it away. And I feel like Josh Allen had some plays where if he could have gone back in time, he would have been a different version of himself. So I think we're going to see a different version of this team. And I think that we're going to also see them make some tweaks to their defense to kind of shore things up. I think the Bills get this win on the road.
1: Well, he's already traveled back in time, Josh Allen. He's a cyborg sent Mm -hmm. back from the future to destroy Patrick Mahomes. But so far... Mahomes is giving him the slip. All right. I agree with Key. I, 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 by the way, I think you both make great points. It's exactly the things I've considered, but I'm going to ride with Lamar because if he is playing against a banged-up secondary, oh, he's going to light them up. I think, Jay, you might be right. I still think Lamar's going to have himself a game, and so I think that's going to be enough at home to win. All right. Third down,
0: Bears at Giants.
3: Well, this is a good game. This Guys. is a good game. I got a huge bet with Chef Kev for a thousand dollar bottle of wine. Gosh. Oh yeah. The Giants,
1: it's week four, and the Giants are favored to win a game. Look at I'm you. so excited about <laughs> this. Getting little kid. plus one thirty five for Chicago, minus one sixty for the Giants. The over under is thirty nine points. Key, who wins this game?
2: Well, the Giants—they say you know sixty-seven point five percent—but I'm, I'm for some reason I'm feeling like Chicago is going to limp in here with Justin Fields, and they're going to underestimate his ability. And I don't know what the weather's going to look like. It's New York, so who knows, right? It, here's a kid who is continuing to try to get better. He's been ridiculed a little bit here over the last couple of weeks because of his passing attempts. Things haven't looked great, but for whatever reason, they figure out how to stay close in games or win games based on what they've been able to do. The Giants, one-dimensional on the offensive side of the ball with Sacar and Barkley. Obviously, Shepard isn't there anymore. Defensively, they're okay. They're not lights out or anything like that. But I'm taking the Bears in this situation to upset the New York Giants. Damn.
1: Damn. Come on, Jim. I, 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 I do
3: I like Chicago. I like Justin Fields. I like Dividing Montgomery. Dividing loyalties here in right. Chicago, no, New York. I know. But I'm I'm riding with the home team here because I think Saquon Barkley, if they can get the run game established, and look, these names aren't sexy when you say David Seals, when you say Richie James, but they they, they are players that are starting to turn into names to me because they're seeming trustworthy more so than other bigger names, Kadarius Tony, uh, and you know Kenny Galladay, people like that. So I, I look, I, I'm going to go with the Giants here home because I see Brian Dable coming off the way they lost to Dallas. Once again, defending home territory.
1: You have to do it, especially when a team like Chicago is coming into your place. Not only am I taking the Giants, you can lock it in. Giants favored by three. They're going to cover. Let me tell you what I like about, and, and, about what I've seen from Daniel Jones recently and the offense Dable, In the absence of any of those receivers – They're using those tight ends effectively. A rookie tight end, no fanfare, but he's helping to move the chains, and Daniel Jones is finding them. And you can have a nice, calm offense with a great back who can also catch passes and some tight ends who can help you move the chains. But of course, Jay, you're right. Like, without that top receiver, it's harder on Barkley. It's harder on Daniel Jones. You don't get splash plays. I still think the Giants could be methodical enough to win this game. I think Daniel Jones at this moment is far more advanced than Justin Fields mm-hmm. at this moment. So I'm taking the Giants. Must-win game for the in. G-Man. Yeah, must right. Win, and insofar as gotta, you can have one this season. Yeah, You've got to yes. get this one. Because if you lose too many, then they become must-lose games That's for what, draft picks. Exactly. Yeah. All right.
0: Fourth down, Patriots at Packers.
1: Green Bay Tough is that Jones? and is favored by nine and a hook. Not a hooker. And, and a hook. What? <laughs> Stop
3: saying
2: that. Key, who do you like? I like the Green Bay Packers in this situation. Look, it, when this is my lock it in, okay? I, I, I think that when you talk about a team that is starting to hit their stride, not like you're used to seeing with Devontae Adams, and you have the star quarterback in Aaron Rodgers pumping up a guy that I pumped up at the start of the season in the NFL draft, and Romeo Dobbs, who they took in the fourth round, who just tied – the rookie record for Green Bay Packers wide receivers with eight receptions.
1: Forget Devontae Adams. Oh, I'm taking him in daily fantasy, believe me. And so when look teams, you look at this
2: against a New England Patriot team <laughs> that haven't been under five hundred under Bill Belichick in the first four games since the start of the 2000-2001 season, guess what? They'll be under five
3: hundred now. Can I just tell you that I'm easily taking the Packers in this game and I'm taking them to cover. But I just want the world to get prepared for Monday morning, when Kei and Max are back in the studio, and Max starts the whole conversation about what happened to the greatest. I wasn't going to wait time. for Monday. I was going to do it, to it the right greatest now. Greatest coach of all time. How can we get this? Can't get his team over the hump. Mac Jones is injured. They don't have enough firepower to stay with Green Bay. <laughs> Brian Hoyer <laughs> is not Cooper Rush. I'm taking the Packers.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I was going to start it right now, Jay. I'm also taking the Packers, and I do think that he might be the greatest coach of all time. Think of how much praise I'm giving Bill Belichick. He might be the great—but I'm saying now I'm downshifted from lock it in, he's the greatest coach of all time, he'll cover the spread, to— he might be. He's in a conversation for greatest coach of all time, but I'm sorry. If in your whole career as head coach, you never do a thing without Tom Brady in the playoffs, come on, man. You can't, I, I can't say you're definitely no question. You're head and shoulders above everyone else. I could say you fit in with the other guys. So that's where I am with Belichick. I anticipate they will lose, and especially since, you know how we hold it against Kevin Durant for not being a better GM? Oh, we're saying LeBron's a better player basically because he's a better GM. Bill Belichick is the actual GM. I'm not trying to hear they don't have talent. He's buying the groceries. Buy better ingredients, brother. I mean, like, if you can't buy the groceries and then say, I don't have anything to cook with. All right. Uh, Max. <laughs> how, how close is this? Max. Key? Yes. <laughs> you want to respond? It's always chill, tap, man. It's always Relax. Key's ass.
2: Yeah, just chill. The dude has six Super Bowl titles. Okay? He took a team to the playoffs <laughs> with a rookie quarterback He's in great. a makeshift
1: roster of players, here's, just... He's great. Just not, relax. But wait, Key, I'm not here saying he's a bum. I'm saying he's might be the greatest coach ever. Uh, might be. Might be. That, look, he,
2: he, here's what I would say. You could argue Mike because that's that's the way you feel. But that's a not the way coaches. a lot of people feel. How do you feel? I feel he's the greatest coach that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jay?
3: Uh, this is between y'all
1: two. I've only seen... Me, he's a y'all great y'all
2: he's, a, he's the greatest coach that... <laughs> I've ever seen, mm-hmm. okay, because of the championship. Is is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback? Yeah. Okay, see, you say that. Well, he, that was but hold portable. on. That was portable. He you took it, he, say that. Yeah. But there's other people that'll say it's Joe, Joe Montana. Montana. I, I get it. Because you know what the argument will be? Hmm. He never lost. Never He's lost. He's 4-0. Yeah. In yep. In basketball, Michael Jordan is the greatest because he
1: never lost. Yeah.
2: LeBron James, he took Korean teams. Yeah. Kareem. So So that's what you
1: feel. But I think there is a consensus around Brady and Jordan that even though LeBron and Montana, although LeBron's probably giving Jordan more competition it's, it's, than Montana's giving, only a giving, consensus with that, the people you're talking to.
2: There's okay, not a I, consensus I, with the people I we think, talk to. <laughs> I think.
1: I think if you if you went and looked point, at Key. if you went if you did a poll, if you did a survey, if you if you polled experts even if you pulled that you would find the way it shakes out is Jordan Brady, <laughs> Belichick I, 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 I can't, like that. That's what I, I'm saying. I, consensus. I, I, can't, I don't
2: mean to cut you off, but I just did. I can't. Fall in line with experts in polling, yes. because Europe. they even
1: have their own opinions. Yeah. I that's get all it. I'm so, so it's fair to say, look, that's in fair. my what I, I have seen is yes. this. Yes, right.
2: And people would say that's why you had the surgery because you're not seeing <laughs> correctly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you dare make fun of not, the blind? I, told I can't them. see.
2: No, no, I can't see. The fact no, that you just see, said see, I'm making fun see. of the blind that's now, me. all of a sudden. Not, you're I'm trending attacked. on Jay's Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, don't that's do right. that. Don't worry. I'll
3: tell you uh, what they're saying uh, later. Keith. That? You always do. <laughs> you
2: always do. He's my
1: uh, assistant for social media. Actually, more, I, was I, I the, seem
3: more like collaborator. I
1: was at the hospital partner. yesterday for a follow-up. Guess what? My vision's coming along in the left eye. Yes, it looks like a funhouse mirror, but I, I can I can read Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max stuff like that. Does you it know? affect your reading? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Well, that's, uh, uh, that's important I couldn't for read job, it with just yep. my left eye open. No, I had a detached retina. Yes. You know what Andre Ward told me? He said, "You watch so much boxing, you just caught it like the vapors." <laughs> I got a detached retina. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, look, wh- I just I, I is this Belichick's last to- season?
3: No, no. Is this is his last
1: season Why? as GM. Do you no. think Kraft eventually would be like, you know what, dude? Look at the roster; we haven't had talent in a minute.
2: No, no, I don't think so because there's a contingency plan in place to continue to move things forward. Belichick was doing contingency plans five years ago about how to build a roster in this, in 2023. And in Brady blew him up when he,
1: when he had no, uh, Garoppolo no, had out No, no. no. Out he town. was
2: already prepared, I think, one way or another whether Brady was going to leave or not. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a friend of Bills. I'm just me. knowing how he operates.
3: But Max, see, I, I, don't, I don't think his responsibilities will change, but it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be a conversation. Look. Mm-hmm. It should be a conversation. Now, I, the own coaching aspect on the field, I have no have, you they, have your system. But my thing is you have to have somebody uh, what what makes great relationships work when you have opposite opinions and you learn how to work together, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's and I, I don't know. No, it's know when you learn how to say
1: I'm sorry, you're right. that's what makes relationships work. More people
3: more people
2: are focused. Belichick is basically essentially signed off on players since he's been there. Yeah. Signed off on them. Yeah. Other scouts put it together, he looks at it, whatever, he goes out, he signs off on it. But people are bringing it up over the last two seasons because Brady left. Mm-hmm. Those same players that he was going out and getting, those late-round picks, those undrafted free agents that was helping him win championships, wasn't nobody saying anything.
1: If only Nothing guys, at all. If only, guys, there was a neutral, completely objective party who could weigh in on this topic. Oh,
2: there's, there's a
1: totally objective guy, has no, no, no horse in this race, right? Ninkovich is here. Uh, Rob <laughs> Ninkovich. Ninko.
2: What's up? Max what says brothers? Coach Belichick should retire That's what, yesterday. That's I'm what saying, he says. I'm
1: so, saying he is failing as a GM at the very least, Rob. ESPN well, NFL analyst and two-time Super Bowl champion Rob Nikovich. Go
6: ahead. I, first of all, he is 70, and he's made a ton of money, so I'm, I'd am i probably be <laughs> on a boat somewhere just relaxing and just chilling instead of sleeping on a floor or a couch wherever he sleeps through nights a week because you know he don't go home every day. Um, but, no, I listen, when it comes to – bill and, and coaching and getting a team ready to go. I don't think there's another coach out there better that 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 can get a team ready to go and build them up. Now with the GM thing, there's a lot of other factors that go into selection selections right if you were to say in the draft that they would hold at 15 and mac jones would fall down to him you'd say well that's a genius move as a gm right you didn't have to go up in the draft you stay there you don't lose any equity in your draft picks and you get mac jones That's luck at yeah. the time how is that luck that's not luck. that if he falls to you at 15 i'm so saying luck. Yeah, that right. he didn't move up to five or to ten oh, right. because yeah, if yeah. you were to say well let's build a gm is you know, slipping a little yeah, bit. Yeah, thinking
2: somebody else is going to climb in front of him. He stayed.
6: He stayed there. Stayed there okay. and all right. fell in his lap. So you get I Mac mean, Jones, a guy that you perceive as yeah. the future, a future pick that as a rookie looked did pretty well. good. He did Did well. really well. Mm-hmm. You know, of all the rookies, he was the best. Bill I put him overall. in the best position.
1: Belichick put him in the best position. Exactly. Yeah. So then you want him to retire a year later? No, I'm not as a coach. Wait, Rob, let me be very clear. Even because we were talking on TV on this just in, fantastic show, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, handsome host. Well, not, a, not a new show show. I'll be on show. I just wrong. said I'm fantastic. Dressed. I didn't say new. Just fantastic. You said
3: fantastic new show.
1: Damn. All right, anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. So, so.
6: You're saying strictly <laughs> as the GM and yes, making some yes, decisions. Yes,
1: Rob, I, he made... I'm not saying he's not the greatest coach ever. I'm questioning it. He's obviously in that category. I just don't think it's undisputed because he's never done anything without Tom Brady as a head coach, really. So what I'm
6: saying – That's like saying – That's like saying Phil Jackson wouldn't be – the I'm greatest. To see. That,
3: that's what I've used before. The Rob. greatest nope.
6: coach, if he didn't have Jordan or, or Kobe,
1: Kobe uh, or, uh, uh, the uh, he did get head. Kobe and Shaq. But as soon as he showed but up, they won't win a championship. As soon as he showed up, they started winning championship in our sport. But they had Rob, insane. It's like they saying, saying. It's like saying. he's the GM. It wasn't I, it with the Knicks? Yeah, how'd how, that, how go? that work out? As a GM, not good. <laughs> yeah, but the game had passed. But it's just like oh, saying, okay. Robinson. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: In our sport of football, Bill Walsh was nothing without Joe Montana. Yeah, like come on, man. Wait, stop. but
1: I'm not. Do you can I? I need sign language to get through to you guys. Listen, I am not saying he's not among the goats. Just like Bill Walsh, just like Vince Lombardi. I am saying. He ain't undisputed GOAT anymore. No one was really arguing against Belichick. Look what he did. The only person arguing is you. Yes, I am now arguing that he is not undisputed. That's so crazy. (laughs) One guy. And by the way, by the way, his GMing skills, like you could say he stayed for Mac Jones, one of the reasons Brady seemed disenchanted was he's kicking the can down the road, giving you some cap flexibility. They're not signing anybody good, and they're not drafting anybody good, right? He didn't have anyone to throw well, to, Rob. Well, I thought he was falling off the cliff based well, on Max, that. Well,
3: Max, can I just piece apart your argument for one second? No. So he still is the damn. greatest coach of all time. Maybe. But, like, I don't factor GM under coaching. GM is its own separate vertical, right? Okay. So I, I'm curious, like, where were you that had him as a GM of all time?
1: I thought he was pretty damn good once okay. upon a time. So but- your
3: perception of him as a GM has fluctu- fluctuated, but not your perception of him on the field when it relates to coaching. Well, I, I –
1: no, when that's not the set, game. Now no, he's going when, back. No, right. Wait, wait, wait. You know, I t- it is, Speaking Speaking and I'll tell speak. you why. There's oh, yeah. one giant variable, and this is the great sports debate of the 21st century. We're in the third decade. One, <laughs> the two of them are the two of them are LeBron or Jordan. You will never know. The answer is Jordan. We'll never know because they they're not contemporaries. The other one was, is it more Belichick or Brady? Now they separate. It's not a perfect test, right? But nothing is in life. Okay, what's going to happen now? Did Brady set himself up? No doubt, lovely, right? What he won those. He didn't win a playoff game. He won the Super Bowl. I love to Year one, Tom. Belichick hasn't won a playoff Max game since then. Max,
2: I love, I love Tom. Okay, Tom is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it. I wish I had his left arm thrown to me. He did go to a loaded defense, no doubt. Brought and Gronkowski and A.B. 100%. I
1: mean, like, so let's just. J- yeah, yeah, Key, let's, no doubt know? he set himself up. So but damn. that's part of it, man. Now, now, Belichick could at least win a playoff game. One in three years, win a playoff game. But isn't it
6: isn't it the pieces that are in place at yes. that particular time that yes. builds a championship team? Yes. So you can look at any sport, basketball, baseball. It's the combination. It's why you, if you build a roster. You bring in different pieces. You have a great head coach, and you have Tom Brady. Of course, you're gonna do be some In a great stuff. spot to yeah. win playoff games, to I get guess, to a Super Bowl, I guess and we, then you lose that. I mean, if you look around the league at head coaches that have lost older players, like what what has Denver done since they lost Manning? Let's you know, say, like, what are the and Miller and, 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 and like nothing? When you lose those pieces, it's really
1: hard to find a guy that's comparable. I guess what Jay is saying is right about I'm, I'm holding some GMing against him. However, if you really drill down and see what's going on. However, I will say this. Part, what I assume, makes Bill or made him a good GM in my view is his coaching ability. Like Parcells, he knows what he's looking at. And so I suppose I am seeing some overlap there. Why can't Bill Belichick, the football guy, see that these guys aren't any good? It's right? not that he can't
2: see it. They just don't pan out. Kadarius Tony, New York Why, Giants. The they drafted him. Oh my god, everybody wanted him. He's not panning out. Why the coaching? No, it's they not also, necessarily They that. also
6: look at guys and they project yes. where they will be in a couple of years. If we get this guy, wow, he's got all the tools. Let's see if we can put him and mold him in a great spot. And some guys just don't have it mentally. Mm. They just they fall apart. Like Bill
1: Belichick, the GM. Keyshawn J Will and Max will be back after this. Rob (laughs) Minkovich with us. Thanks, Rob. From your
0: radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN two. Keyshawn J Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN 2.